Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, December 18th, and this is for the week of December 18th through the 24th. Happy full moon weekend. Mm-hmm. Elmi and I were up until 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I was up until 3 a.m. last night. Yeah. Elmi was up until more like 5 a.m. I don't know. I don't remember. I just couldn't sleep at a certain point. We'll call it 4.30. Okay. Elmi was up till at least 4.30 a.m. this morning. Uh, so we are already feeling the full moon fever here in our household. That's for sure. <laughs> the moon, full moon will be exact in the sign of Gemini around 8.30 p.m. Pacific, Saturday, December 18th. Uh, so we're working with that this weekend. We'll talk about that shortly Another big event this weekend is that Sunday, December 19th, the planet Venus will be going retrograde. Mm. Now, the pre-shadow phase, this is when Venus already started slowing down and started to enter its retrograde phase. That began way back on November 17th. And the exact uh, retrograde period starts Sunday, December 19th. And then Venus will go direct on January 20th. Ninth, And then even after it goes direct on January 29th, there will still be a post-retrograde shadow phase, which will end on March 1st, 2022. So this Venus retrograde is going to continue for quite some time. Uh, Venus does go retrograde about once every 18 months. Uh, Venus in retrograde, when that's happening, or really when any planet goes retrograde, we turn inward in that area. So with Venus going retrograde, maybe we won't be looking for beauty outside of ourselves. Maybe we'll be finding beauty within. I mean, maybe not, but who knows. Uh, And Venus is currently in Capricorn. Uh, Venus in Capricorn, that can be very self-sufficient energy. Uh, Capricorn energy does kind of have that, you know, I can get this stuff done by myself. I don't need anyone necessarily. Uh, You know, you might find that you don't need anyone right now. You might actually feel a little bit more comfortable alone. You know, you might not, but, you know, there's potential that you will. Uh, Also, they say that old flames could surface, old, you know, partners could come back around the time of Venus retrograde. So watch for that as well. Now, the last time Venus was retrograde in Capricorn, that happened in December 2013 and continued into January 2014. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe look back and say, like, hey, you know, what was going on in my life during that time, if you remember. Uh, <laughs> if you don't remember, you know, carry on. But maybe you look back and you're like, December 2013, that's that day that guy tried to pick a fight with me in the grocery store parking lot. Um, I don't know what you do with that information, but, you know, maybe you at least have that short little flashback. (laughs) Um, And the last time that Venus was retrograde in any sign, well, that was May and June of 2020, when it was in retrograde in the sign of Gemini. And I don't think I need to remind anyone, if you think back to that time, but that was during the time that George Floyd was killed. And there was a lot of civil unrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venus in Capricorn can be very selective about who it lets in. Capricorn energy in general can be quite selective. That's the Saturn influence. 
Uh, it doesn't like excess. It likes to like work with like, what can I use? What's productive? What's, you know, you know, again, you, you trim the fat, you eliminate what's not working. So Capricorn energy also has this sort of father knows best kind of quality mm -hmm. to it as well. Uh, Capricorn honors the past as much as any sign. So there can be a strong feeling of nostalgia that comes along with Venus and Capricorn in general that could be heightened because of the, the retrograde. Um, we could also be missing people, remembering people that are no longer in our lives. Mm. Uh, with the holidays here, I mean, there's going to be a lot of that kind of feeling anyway, for sure. Uh, but Venus retrograde in Capricorn could heighten that. Now, another factor with Venus right now, in addition to it being in Capricorn, in addition to it being retrograde, Venus is dancing with Pluto at the moment, and that can add some heaviness to things on top of the retrograde. Mm. Uh, when I say it's dancing with Pluto, that means it's basically in conjunction with Pluto right now. Uh, a conjunction is when two planets are in the same sign and at the same degree. So right now, Venus is at 26 degrees Capricorn, and Pluto is at 25 degrees Capricorn. So they're within one degree of one another. Mm. Uh, that's a pretty tight conjunction. I've seen astrologers say if planets are even 10 degrees apart, that counts as a conjunction. But the closer the conjunction is, the more intense that conjunction will be. And right now, they're only one degree apart. Venus and Pluto are within one degree of one another. And with Venus going retrograde on Sunday, it's actually going to stay at 26 degrees Capricorn for the next several days. So it will continue to be within one degree of Pluto uh, for several days. Then on Saturday, December 25th, Christmas, it will go retrograde back to 25 degrees and it'll stay at 25 degrees for a few days. So what I'm saying is that December 25th through de December 27th or thereabouts, the Pluto-Venus conjunction will be exact. I mean, they will be at the exact same degree of Capricorn, and that can be pretty intense. Uh, either way, Venus is going to remain in Capricorn until March 6th, which is a very long time for Venus to stay in one sign, but it does do this every 18 months or so when it retrogrades. Now, with Pluto and Venus being conjunct, as I was saying, Pluto... You know, it's 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 a heavy energy for sure. Pluto is not uh, happy-go-lucky energy. So when it's dancing with Venus like it is, it can bring some darkness, some heaviness to our relationships. At the same time, though, you can flip the script. You know, another way to look at this, you know, is what if Venus is actually shining a light on Pluto and making it easier for people to stand up to the powers that be right now? You know, if certain people in power have been abusing their power, maybe Venus is going to help with that. It doesn't have to all be doom and gloom. Uh, Venus in retrograde, we could see potentially another wave of industries being forced. Uh, Pluto is forced change. Uh, but, you know, another wave of industries, you know, being told, you know, you need to clean up your act. You know, we've been seeing this a lot lately in Hollywood. You, need, you know, people in the industry continue to need to clean up their act. See people in professional sports, you need to clean up your act. In politics, clean up your act. Uh, Capricorn runs a tight ship. <laughs> you know, we don't all have to be saints, but at mm -hmm. the same time, you know, we can't be corrupt and abusive. So continue to watch for these power struggles. I mean, I guess life in general is one constant power struggle, but uh, certain power struggles will continue to be heightened and in, in focus right now, especially with this uh, Venus, Pluto, mashup, retrograde, and Capricorn, etc., uh, etc. Et um, 
back to the full moon, the full moon in Gemini, which is today, Saturday, December 18th. You know, our thoughts and ideas could be flying. One thing Gemini energy can never be accused of is underthinking. Our minds will be especially active. We could be dealing with some insomnia like Almy and I were last night. (laughs) So as always, you know, if your mind is going to be racing anyway, do your best to fill it with good thoughts, positive thoughts. Try to stay away from negative Mm. cycles of thinking. I mean, I suppose we should all strive to avoid negative cycles of thinking all the time, but it's something to be especially aware of this weekend. Um, the full moon is going to be at 27 degrees. So the sun will be at 27 degrees Sagittarius and the moon will be at 27 degrees Gemini. Mm. So what they say then is you look at your chart and if you have any mutable planets at 27 degrees, you might feel this full moon a little bit stronger than others. And again, the mutable planets are Sagittarius, Gemini, Pisces and Virgo. Now, Almy, you have a mutable planet that's pretty close to 27 degrees. Your Mars is at 28 degrees Virgo. Oh, right. So uh, we'll see how this uh, full moon affects Almy, other than, you know, not sleeping very well. But we might go helmet shopping for Almy uh, because it's better to be safe than sorry. Definitely. Um, But. uh, what else I got here? After the moon goes full at 8.36 p.m. Pacific, it's going to form a nice trine with the planet Jupiter at 10.02 p.m. So after we have our full moon, the moon will go on to trine Jupiter about an hour and a half later. Uh, and Jupiter is the planet of luck, growth, expansion, optimistic optimism in general, fun times. Uh, which we could use. We could use some fun times right now. So even though it's going to be a fairly hyper full moon, it might also bring some good luck and some good fortune because of its close connection to Jupiter. Mm. Um, But with a Gemini full moon, you know, we're dealing with a thirst for information. You know, I currently have five books I'm trying to read (laughs) at the same time. And this is the perfect Gemini moon activity. Mm. Try to cram as much information into your brain as possible at one time. Uh, Whether or not you can keep all that information straight, whatever, but our brains are going to be thirsty for information and communication this weekend. I'm already hearing from more people this weekend than I normally do. And some of the things people are reaching out to me about are about, you know, I've had a couple people reach out to me. They're trying to make some decisions around partnerships, relationships, whether it be friendships, business related, what have you. Uh, But these are the kind of things that come up when Venus is retrograde and throwing a Gemini moon when people are going to be more wanting to reach out to each other and talk and communicate. So it could be a very, very chatty weekend. But, mm. you know, hopefully you'll hear from some people you haven't heard from in a while, too. It's, that's good stuff. Um, but this weekend definitely has the potential for party atmosphere. Again, Almy and I were up all night last night. Um, I went to Pink's Hot Dogs <laughs> last night. That is not so, something I would normally do. <laughs> but I picked up some delicious onion rings for Almy and I to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, those are um, delicious. Yeah, in our case, that's from, in my life these days, that's, that's a crazy night. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, this is that thing where you can kind of, parties could get out of hand this weekend. It's like maybe you and your friend uh, decide you're going to have your friend over for a glass of wine. And then next thing you know, you go to a party and then you wake up the next morning in Vegas. And like, how did we get here? Well, Gemini full moon. So anyway, okay. enjoy the uh, the wildness if you find yourself in a in a wild situation. But of course, at the same, ta- same time, 
be safe <laughs> and cautious because Venus is in Capricorn. No, yeah. Um, I've done enough talking, so we are going to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She was born October 24th. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on things. Now, Elmi, one of the TV shows you and I have been watching of late is called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's been on for about 45 years now. <laughs> Uh, and we continue to watch it. We've seen every episode multiple times, except for the new ones. But uh, there, there are new episodes out now. Almy, my question for you as a Scorpio. Yes. Which character on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia do you think most resembles a Scorpio? Got to be Dennis. I see a lot of Aries in Dennis as well, but I think overall the best, or at least let's just say my favorite representation of a Scorpio on this show has to be Dennis. I think he just embodies all of the heightened stereotypical traits of Scorpio, but just in a really delightful way. Yeah, I could see Dennis being a Scorpio too. I mean, when I think of Dennis, I think of him as having very specific tastes Mm -hmm. and not really being interested in hearing about other people's ideas if he can you know ideas or tastes if he considers those to be either beneath him or just not worth his time right yes and he also has a specific set of rules that he believes society should adhere to the way he does yeah and certain things that people should and shouldn't do um so yeah very specific qualities and and tastes and traits and rules and little things like that. Is that kind of what you 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 mean? I think so. I think so. Um, as a Scorpio, what do you think Dennis's favorite drink would be? <laughs> or maybe they've actually revealed that on the show. Maybe it's just beer. But um, do you have any thoughts there? Any insight? Uh, I don't know. They probably have revealed it, right? I think yeah. he probably likes a good scotch okay. or a whiskey or something of that sort. We know he hates gin. Mm. And um, we know he loves beer. So let's say something between uh, beer and uh, whiskey. Okay. Something in between beer and whiskey is going to be Dennis's favorite drink. You heard it here first on something about <laughs> astrology. Um, Elmi, I want to continue the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Okay. And, you know, I like to do a little trivia every Ooh. now and then. Now, we've been talking about Venus and Pluto being conjunct. And I have a list here of a few famous people who were born when Venus and Pluto were conjunct. Oh. So let's start doing this thing. Okay. And we call this game Name the Celebrity Who Was Born When Venus and Pluto Were Conjunct. This celebrity was on Saturday Night Live. She appeared in the movie Bridesmaids. And I think she would occasionally pop up on one of your favorite shows, Last Man mm. on Earth. Can you name this actress comedian? Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig, correct. Yay. She was born with Venus at 4 degrees Libra and Pluto at 2 degrees Libra. Oh. So Venus and Pluto were within 2 degrees of one another when she was born. Okay. Uh, this gentleman has a late night talk show where he sings with people like Elton John in a car. He hosted the Friends reunion mm -hmm. and he was not, not in the movie the Matrix. Can you name this person? <laughs> James Corden. Correct. James Yay. Corden. He was born with Pluto at 14 degrees Libra and Venus at 14 degrees Libra. So he had a very tight, or continues to have a very tight Venus-Pluto conjunction. Mm. They're at this exact same degree. Uh, this guy was in the movie A Clockwork Orange. 
Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> quick question. Can you name, I mean, this is what I was thinking, can you name another actor in the movie A Clockwork Orange <gasps> off the top of your head? That's a good oh trivia question. Oh, my goodness. Can you name yeah. one other actor? I don't know if I can. Um, oh, my goodness. What a good question. I truly don't think I can. Yeah, I can't either. And I know that there are a handful of actors in A Clockwork Orange who worked with Kubrick and, and some of his other movies. Mm-hmm. But off the top of my head, right. can I think of one other actor besides Malcolm McDowell and the clock? I can't. I can't. But but maybe you out there can. So um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But Malcolm McDowell, a.k.a. the Mac Daddy, was born when Venus was at six degrees Leo and Pluto was at five degrees Leo. So mm. within one degree. Okay. This is a bonus trivia question. This is the last one. And this particular actor, I would say he's not a household name. I, yeah, he's, he's not a household name. He could be at some point, and he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, but he is an actor who has appeared on the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, House of Cards, Westworld, and one of my favorite movies, Under the Silver Lake. Elmi, can you name this actor? Oh, my gosh. I see his face right in front of me. I think it's Jimmy something? Correct, it's, Jimmy. What is the last name, though? Don't tell me. Um... Actually, no. You should probably just tell me. If the glove fits, you must acquit. Does that help as a clue for the last name? Is it Cochran? (laughs) (laughs) No, Simpson. Simpson. All right. Jimmy Simpson. (laughs) That's right. He was born when Venus was at 12 degrees Libra and Pluto was at 10 degrees Libra. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was born November 21st. He is a Scorpio. And Jimmy Simpson has the same birthday as Harold Ramis, Goldie Hawn, and Bjork. Oh, okay. Just thought I'd share that's that. That's a fun group. It is a fun group. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a group I like to hang out with during a uh, Gemini full moon for sure. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Almy, as always, thank you for sharing your Scorpio insights. We appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So... You know, this weekend, wow, wow, wow. Saturday, we got the full moon. Sunday, Venus is going retrograde. And then another big event on Sunday that you may or may not notice as strongly is the asteroid Chiron will be going direct on Sunday, December 19th. Uh, Chiron is the, it's a comet. You know, I, is it a comet? Is it an asteroid? It's, it's, it's a thing. Hmm. Chiron is a thing that represents our deepest wounds. Um and I don't know if we necessarily feel it, you know, throughout the year, but usually around the time it goes direct or the time it goes retrograde, that's when we might get a hit. So old feelings of sadness might come up. We might mm. find ourselves in a situation where we just feel kind of un- stressed out and we're like, why am I stressed out? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. I can, like, figure things out. But here I am in this thing that's really bothering me that could be Chiron messing with you a little bit. And the moon will be in Cancer on Sunday, too. So we're all going to be a little bit emotional, perhaps, anyway. You add on the Venus retrograde. You add on the Chiron going direct. I mean, you got some potential for just some, like, ugh. Okay. So be really nice to yourself this weekend. You know, pamper yourself if you can. Work on the self-care. Take some time for yourself. Uh, Chiron has been retrograde since July 15th, uh, and Chiron does go retrograde for about five months every year. It does have a very lengthy retrograde period, and Chiron has a fairly peculiar orbit as well. You know, it can stay in one sign for quite a while. Chiron is currently in Aries, and it's actually been in Aries since 2019, and it won't leave Aries until 2026. So if you are a fan of Chiron being in Aries, you're in luck. 
because you still have several more years to enjoy this particular influence. And not every birth chart is going to automatically show you your Chiron. Sometimes you have to like add that on or but some charts do automatically give you the Chiron. But usually you want to look at like where is Chiron in your chart, especially like what house is it in? Mm. Is it in the first house, the second house, the third house? And then look up what does Chiron in the third house mean? Uh, you might be dealing with stuff around that area. Um, so that's this weekend. It's, it's a fairly rambunctious weekend. There's mm-hmm. going to be some highs. There's going to be some lows. There's going to be a lot of in-betweens and what have you and all that kind of stuff. So just, as always, try to slow down if you can. It might be a little tricky to slow down this weekend because the atmosphere is just, you know, there's a there's a storm. <laughs> uh, or at least a very uh, lengthy live concert. It's like it's a jam band that's going to jam for like, you know, 24 hours. But uh, hang in there. Um, so I mentioned the Cancer Full Moon. The, this week, on Tuesday, December 21st, the sun will move into Capricorn. And that is the same day as the winter solstice. Mm. Uh, Capricorn is a cardinal sign. The cardinal signs kick off the seasons. Capricorn starts winter. Aries starts spring. Cancer starts summer. And Libras be shopping. <laughs> I mean, Libra starts fall. Okay. Libra starts fall. So we'll talk more about uh, the Sun and Capricorn next week. We're going to talk more about a lot of stuff next week because um, there is just a ton to discuss here at the end of the year. Another big event coming up this week, at least, the Uranus-Saturn Square, our third one of the year, is going to be exact on December 24th. And that's another pressure point, uh, whether it's within our own lives or or really more with dealing with society and the collective at large, because Saturn does represent society. Uranus, you know, that represents changes, you know, and and uh, and the future and moving forward. So when they're forming a square, you know, Saturn's going to want to dig in its heels and not change and not want to move forward. Whereas Uranus is like, hey, we got places to be. We're moving along here. Uh, so who's going to win? I don't know. We'll find out. But Uranus, Saturn, that pits change versus convention. That's young versus old, and that's the establish, establishment versus the future. Um, so that's another uh, big event coming up here. Um, what else we got? Um, other than that, really, um, I'm not sure when we'll be back next week because mm. Christmas does fall on the weekend. Right. I'm thinking our next podcast will be Monday, December 27th. Um, in the meantime, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Belated Saturnalia. Uh, Saturnalia, that's something our friend Laura Corman brought to my attention last oh, night. yes, right. Yeah, Saturnalia, if I'm pronouncing it right, it, it is or was, it probably continues to be, a Roman pagan holiday that honors the planet Saturn. And it's usually held on December 17th. And according to Wikipedia, the gifts that were exchanged during Saturnalia were usually gag gifts, which is funny. So I don't know if this was the original White Elephant Party, but at the very least, it looks like Saturn could have a bit of a sense of humor after all. Mm -hmm. That is shocking Mm -hmm. and revealing. And then uh, one more thing before I stop talking, but I just want to say thank you to Rebecca Balick, Mm -hmm. uh, our friend who did a tarot reading for me earlier this week. I really, really appreciate that. I really uh, respect Rebecca's take on the tarot. And her Instagram, if you want to check out her Instagram page, is shadowcat, that's shadowcat, C-A-T, underscore Bex, B-E-C-K-S. 
at shadowcat underscore bex. Uh, check her tarot reading stuff out. I don't know. Um, there we go. Thanks as always. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. And I think Almy's going to take us out with uh, a couple deep breaths. That's right. We're going to do our mini meditation before we head out. Take this moment to make yourself comfortable. You can lie down. You can stay seated. Just kind of release any tension that might be in your shoulders. Let those drop. And if you would like to close your eyes while we take our deep breaths, you can do so now. And together we're going to take a slow, deep breath in through our nose. Ready? And slowly release through the mouth. And we'll take another slow, deep breath in. And a slow, deep breath out. Last one, slow deep breath in, slow deep breath out. All right, release any other tension you may still be carrying in your jaw or forehead. And I'm just so happy to talk with you all and to echo what Chris said. I hope everyone has a really wonderful holiday if they're celebrating. We so appreciate you, we, we love you, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.